Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 132, PTSD Self-Healing Show. How to release triggers with Sandra Kuz, intuitive trauma release and self-empowerment coach. Welcome to my show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, Sandra. All right. Tell me about yourself first. Um, first, what do you do right now and how did you become a PTSD relief? What is it? Intuitive trauma release coach. Well, what I do now is I help women release their trauma and take their life back. And I absolutely love what I do because this is what I did for myself. I'm a trauma survivor, fully healed. And a little about my backstory. I was molested when I was 12, sexually arrested at 14, bullied in school for a year when I was 16. Then sexually assaulted multiple times between the age of 19 and 25, raped when I was 22. And when I went to see a psychologist a couple of years after I was raped, he dismissed me with the words that he believed I'd already worked through it all and what he was supposed to do. And oh. so I had to find my own way of healing. <laughs> yes, it's, it's very difficult, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it, it, it so can hard. be, yes. I think at the beginning it was. And but it's confusing. It's a bit confusing. Yes. It's very um, lonely. Yeah, it's and, and you're, uh, you said you've been 20-year-old? When I was 20, yes. Yes. And uh, what did you do when uh, you had this trauma? Did you go to your parents or did you have any support? How did you start uh, talking about your trauma? Well, when I was 12 and I was molested, I talked to my mother about it. Well, one of my friends, he pushed me to do that. And he said, you got to talk to your parents about this because I was afraid. And I talked to her and she took me out of the situation and told me to never go there anymore, which of course I didn't since she made sure I wouldn't have to. Then when I was 14 and I was sexually harassed, it was played down by my parents. Like, still trying to protect me, but in a way that wouldn't offend the other person who was trying to touch my breast at 14. And that was the first time when I was like, wait a minute, why am I being dismissed here? Why don't you stand up for me more? So when I was bullied in school, I went to my grandma because my grandma was my rock. I told her everything and I told her what was happening. And she was like, I'll oh, just ignore them. They will stop. Of course, they didn't stop. It went on for about a year until finally the teacher intervened. And so I've learned at a young age that no one came to my help. And then when I was dismissed by the psychologist, I hadn't even told my parents I was raped. I was just like, for what? I hadn't gotten any help in the past, so why now? So when I went to the psychologist and I was dismissed by a professional who I reached out for help because I didn't like the person I had become, that's when I really hit rock bottom and I felt helpless 
the helpless alone. And I don't know, I guess from there things turned around because here I am, <laughs> fully free of trauma. Yeah, actually, I know I talked to a few teenagers and usually they don't talk about what's happening to them, especially bullying is a very um, big content in high schoolers and they don't talk about it with their parents they hide it because they said maybe it's gonna be okay maybe i did something wrong <laughs> so they blame uh, they blame themselves mm -hmm. for for something they haven't done and that's gonna actually start a lot of depression a lot of silent stories in their heart and that that childhood trauma may lead a lot of trauma in childhood in um, when they are parents even or when they are married with someone else still they have these hidden secrets in their hearts and that's gonna actually um that's gonna really bother them even physically emotionally and physically so when you find out about your trauma what did you do like what was your first step you i know you went to your grandma and she she uh, almost she ignored you <laughs> and your parents didn't you didn't even go to them for the second time so what was your first step in your own self-recovery the first step i guess was realizing that i had a problem realizing that I didn't like who I had become. That was the first realization. And it was actually my last ex-boyfriend who really gave me a clue, like a piece of the puzzle. So I, after having so much sexual trauma, I sabotaged every relationship I was ever in, but I never realized that. I always thought it was them who just didn't love me, that I was unlovable, that I was ugly, unlovable, no one liked me. And that's what I believed for the longest time. So when my then boyfriend broke up with me, he said that he has just been with a woman who had mental issues and he didn't want to be with one who didn't want, didn't want to be with one again. Now he didn't say that mean or anything. It was just a fact that he stated. And this was really the first clue because for the first time I had to look at myself, I was asking myself, okay, why does he say that? What am I doing that makes him think I had mental issues? And so I was reflecting back on a relationship and saw how it started out great. But as soon as it started to get serious, I started to sabotage. Like I was calling him every day. Like I was like the fear of rejection, the fear of being left alone. So there was no trust because, of course, uh, men assaulted me half of my life. So how could I have trust with men when they did that with me? And so, of course, I didn't feel loved. Well, at the same time, looking for Prince Charming who comes on his white horse and rescues me, you know, so I was in this vicious cycle. And then I started looking back on the other relationships I had and I did the exact same thing. And then I said, okay, this is what I'm doing. I don't like what I'm doing. I'm going to stop having relationships until I like who I am. 
And this started the internal dialogue to really question what I'm doing, how I'm behaving. And this is really how I started to heal just by observing myself without judgment, with pure love and compassion say, all right, this is what I do. I don't like this. Why am I doing this? Let's change that. And this was the whole journey, really. It was difficult at the beginning because who likes to look at themselves and their failures? <laughs> but it's the most powerful thing we can do. You know, that's the same pattern for all of us. <laughs> I'm telling you, because we as teenagers, as young girls, we may do the same thing. Because I remember myself, um, by the time I have my husband, um, when I was in late 30s, I, I've done so many, you know, mistakes. <laughs> and I'm not saying mistakes because by the time you realize who you are, it takes you some, uh, real, uh, it take you some uh, relationship to understand yourself. <laughs> And you need to look at yourself. Do you love what you see in the mirror? Do you want to be that person uh, people love you? What do I have inside that other people can look at me? And the problem with other like failing relationship is that what you said. It's so interesting because I see the cycle is going to be repeated over and over again if you don't change this pattern because um see the girls girls they call boys all the time when they see that they are they are, they are rejected and that's the fullest story and this pattern that continues but all females or or doesn't matter male or female they should realize how valuable they are and by the time they don't love themselves and they don't feel uh, happy with themselves they can't love someone else and as you said even if right person come to their way they don't realize it because they're gonna repeat the same pattern <laughs> in relationship so what what about the triggers so um what kind of triggers did you have and how did you recover from them? Well, triggers, they were all over the map. Um, there are still a lot of triggers that come up for me from being bullied because I am still working through this gradually. And it's truly interesting when you start connecting the dots, really, where something's coming from. One trigger I always had was with a family member. And I was constantly triggered by them. And I couldn't understand why. What was it about them that triggered me so much? I even went to see a counselor when, here in Canada. And she couldn't give me any answers because she doesn't do trigger release. But a few years later, I finally understood because it was really the same. The person had the same vibration vibe as that girl who bullied me in school. So I was just ticked off by her because I was catapulted back to the trauma in school. So 
it's really interesting how once you can understand the trigger, it falls apart because you bring understanding. You're closing the cycle. And once I understood that, I started to go into deeper trigger release. So whenever I felt that I was being triggered, so I was upset, I was angry, I was, I don't know, just feeling of not feeling okay. I was like, okay, why do I feel like this? Where is this coming from? And then I started to always follow the trigger until I knew the answer where the root cause was. And I loved it so much that I'm not teaching this to my clients. That's beautiful. What is your technique in releasing uh, triggers? My technique is a thought journal where I encourage my clients to first determine what they were actually feeling. So in essence, the situation, you have to write down what happened, what triggered them. Was it their spouse? Was it a song, a smell, something someone said or they heard or saw? And then they have to write out what they felt because when we're being triggered, we're like exploding, you know, it's like it comes to the surface so fast. Our emotions take over and we have no chance to react because it's like a huge explosion. But then after we have to go back and say, what did we actually feel? Anger. Yes, of course you feel angry, but anger is a mask. Anger is a mask for pain. So why did we hurt? So exactly what is the emotion? Was it the feeling of ridicule? Was it a feeling of not being good enough? Was it shame, guilt, fear? What was it? Once they can determine the emotion, they have to write it down and then say, okay, why did I feel like this? Where did I feel like this before? And they take that emotion and they follow it. They just go through like, I don't know, like, a picture a photo album and look through different pictures of to the situation where they felt like this before and then they look at it and they bring understanding to the situation that happened in the past and then they say okay i understand it so they start feeling lighter because in this moment they understand what happened they release it and then they have to ask themselves okay where else did i feel like this so really what i'm doing with my own triggers the exact method i'm teaching my clients so following the trigger until you get to the root cause and you'll know when you reach the root cause because it's the most intense. Exactly. And then you look at it. it takes time. It takes time. Yes. It depends on the trigger, really. If it's like a light trigger, you can release it in one voyage. And other times when it's a heavier trigger, it takes a few attempts to release it but every time you're being triggered with this trigger it's getting less and less and less until you're not being triggered anymore because the root cause is released sometimes uh, these are accumulation of triggers like something happened and you hide it you don't process it and again happens something else similar happens so that's why i don't believe that time can actually a cure all of our PTSD problems because it doesn't. I because I've heard this proverb everywhere: time is the best cure. Is not <laughs> because by the time that's in your heart, it even is gonna show show it to yourself as a physical problem. There are lots of chronic disease out there, and if you go to the root cause 
it's PTSD. <laughs> it's something mm -hmm. that happened in your childhood. Maybe relationship failure, maybe this pattern that it's still repeating, still repeating, and the belief that you have about yourself. So by the time you don't reframe this belief and ref don't reframe your brain, that's going to happen to you. doesn't matter how long passes. <laughs> Very true. Time doesn't heal anything. No, no. <laughs> time is just time. Yes. <laughs> okay, we go for a few second break and we come back again. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. Um, okay, Sandra, I saw your book. I know it's going to be amazing. I really want Thank to you. talk about this. And uh, please show us what you wrote and how you can help others with your book. Okay. This is my book. Yeah. Journey to Yourself, How to Heal from Trauma, written by someone who did. It's been out since February and I'm really excited. It was took a long time and a lot of healing for me to write this book. And it's my story, of course, but this is just a tiny part of it. Because in my book, I really pick trauma apart. So I really bring understanding to what trauma really is, how we behave, what can happen, and how we can release it. So I have room for journaling, for I have exercises, room for notes. And I really wanted to create something that people can actively use. And from what I hear, I've accomplished that. Yes, I love that. Actually, I did the same thing with the rules of change that you see there. Um, because journaling for me was the best friend. Because there are a lot of hidden things in your heart that when you see it on the paper is not hidden anymore. And mm -hmm. it's a great remedy when you can share it with others because the way you recover from those traumas may help others right especially when, because you see this we are in two points you are in point a and b we are in point b which we already passed those traumas right people in point a think that they may never get there <laughs> But when you see there are a lot of people, a lot of support groups, and there are a lot of coaches here that can help you to go through this trauma uh, because they already did it. And that's the most important thing. Like if you go to somebody who never did it before, so that's a different story. Yes. Yes. Very true. So somebody actually asked us, how does childhood trauma not go away if they don't seek therapy? Well, childhood trauma is like any other trauma. I mean, it's triggers and they're stuck in the body. And the only way to release it is really to work through it. Most people suppress their trauma. And they're okay until something happens that causes a trigger 
and then it's right back front and center and they may even if they never had ptsd it can start right then and there because it's so profound because it just comes back up and so releasing trauma is really the only way to heal it and you can release any trauma doesn't matter where it's coming from so even childhood trauma can be fully released yes and he also said healing comes from god and that's a different topic <laughs> i said yes people who really believe in uh, they everybody have belief and god is the great idea because it's a really big power for whoever has religious beliefs, like you may be Muslim, you may be Christian, if you really believe in this great power, yes, it can help. So whatever truly you believe in good thing, good will, right? So something that uh, you all the time you have to feel peaceful inside, right? If you feel that peace with praying, and uh, believing faith why not you have to go for it so you have to find what kind of remedy or peace you can find in your heart true uh, can childhood trauma cause personality disorders <laughs> yes it depends on the severity and what happened, how long it went on, and the person themselves, how well they can cope with the trauma and if they have a chance to release it. Exactly. I believe in it. Yes, it can. Because um, you, if you believe all the bullying, right, believe all the humiliation that, uh, that you already uh, confront, yes, it can. But if you stand there, and look at yourself and see that I am I'm an empowered woman. I can do whatever I want. And this is not the mirror when you look at yourself is a very confident woman, is somebody who can stand by herself, can raise her voice. Yes, we can. So it depends how much we're gonna affirm, believe those bullying or how much we're gonna be, we're gonna let ourselves to go to depression, humiliation, and all the low and negative emotions. And always say, my, my wife was abused growing up. No, she has BPD. I don't know what is BPD. You know that? No, I know. And she said she was physically abused while her mother watched. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this kind of thing uh, is hard. But as I'm saying, is is there are a lot of support group back there that can help you. People who already gone through this. Let's say they gone through abuse, bullying, or many other kind of traumas, and they learn how to release from them. Yes, they can. All right. Do you have any recommendation for people uh, who are struggling with PTSD? How do they do they need to start their journey? And do you recommend to do it themselves or they go to support group or someone else? Something what I highly recommend is traumatic incident reduction. 
it's a modality similar to EMDR, and it was created about the same time in the 80s. And Can you repeat it again? Traumatic Please. Incident Reduction, or short TIR. That's what I'm certified in. And it was designed specifically to release trauma and PTSD, and it is strict trigger release. I love it. With my clients, I release one incident within five to six sessions. It's fast and gentle, and no one has ever heard about it. <laughs> but it's amazing. And if someone is still struggling with deep trauma, yes, I highly recommend that. And if you like to have more information, their main website is tira.org. Or you can just ask me. Yeah, if you yeah. send me uh, that link. Or, I will. Yes, it's going to be perfect. Then I can put it here yes. in comment. I love this, love this modality. I'm certified. And I'm so glad I came across it. Because I, so many people can be helped with this. It's incredible. And if they're past the point where the trauma is too intense, trigger release by themselves, like the way I suggested, is a great way to start. Observe yourself. Always ask yourself, why do I just behave like this? Always go back to yourself because when you look deep within, you can release by bringing understanding to it. So do you think that uh, PTSD can only be diagnosed by a doctor or you can see the symptoms? How do you know that somebody has PTSD? I guess from the medical term, it should be brought to attention by a doctor. But honestly, I think that PTSD and everything is just like, a broad hat of what's really going on so people may yes a lot of people suffer from ptsd but i think they turn it too much into a medical thing like it can't be cured you know that's what it sounds like when someone says i have ptsd so i don't like to put this hat on people but yes a doctor can definitely diagnose and i think only a doctor really should even though you can find it online all the telltale signs and symptoms, but. If you have severe PTSD, complex PTSD, everything depends. But I think if you don't process your trauma, whatever it is, yes, it's gonna be more complex. It's, it's gonna be more severe. But uh, to my understanding, not everybody goes to doctor to have their PTSD problem checked. This is the feeling, because everybody confront trauma and the way we recover from the trauma it's us and if we can find something like a self-recovery it can help like journaling or even going to somebody who is doing the support yeah it really helps uh okay is that your website No, this is the website for the traumatic incident reduction, the, their main website, okay. if anyone is interested to learn more. I'm going to put this uh, for, for my audience. Yes, uh, org. Yes. Can you correct. talk a little bit about this? Yes. Okay, this is the main page from the Traumatic Incident Reduction Association. And it's also the place where you can find 
facilitators in your area to have a list of practitioners and also how you can learn it yourself if you like if you feel drawn to this kind of work so it really gives you all the information what it is what it is and what it does how it works and i highly recommend it beautiful so thank you sandra i just want to tell tell you if you want to know more information about her and what she's doing she has a lot of information <laughs> on the page you can see uh, she has a website she has a facebook uh, page and she also has an um, instagram page right yes so see um you you said you have a program here mini course trigger release yes. Yeah, so you can go to that link uh, and rise above yourstory.com. If you go to that her website, you can find all the information there or you can actually contact her, Sandra Kuz, with Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Thank you so much, Sandra, for being here. And I really enjoy talking to you. And uh, we talk about triggering, we talk about childhood trauma, relation trauma, and whoever think that has the same situation, please reach out to Sandra. She's going to help you uh, with her solution, which was, uh, tell me about the um, solution again. Just want to know. Which one? The traumatic incident reduction? Yes, yes. T-I- org, yeah and she's gonna help you recover from ptsd thank you so much thank you so much for having me it was wonderful please subscribe to panta Calhoun transition channel and order my book rules of change for the better tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams